outside gift to Christian Watts around the left end. There he goes. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. He leaped into the end zone for the dagger. Touchdown, Christian Watson. Hello and welcome to Part of the Pack, your Green Bay Packers podcast, bringing you all the latest Packers news and updates. It's G-Dog back with another episode tonight, and we're going to be talking about um, the two rough Packer losses, of course. We're going to be talking about good, the good, the bad, the ugly, of course, as always. And yeah, um, there's a lot to say. I'm just going to start off by saying... It's probably a good thing that we're on a bye week this week because it's a lot for Packers fans to digest, especially losing um, two straight games in a row. Of course, the Lions game, we'll get into it, was definitely a harder, um, more rough matchup, if you will. Probably a game that we were supposed to lose, while the Raiders game, we definitely, we should have won. I mean... You, they can say what they want about, oh, the Raiders, um, they're a great team and this and that, but it's really a game that we should have won coming down to it, and we just fell short um, for many reasons. So um, I'm also going to give just a realist, my realistic opinion of where I feel this team is after these losses and basically a quarter into the season. We're quarter in, so... Um, I'd like to give just my opinion where I think this team is and then kind of how I think they might build off of it. And, of course, we're going to have an episode later breaking down um, the Broncos and what that might entail after the bye week. Um, it is important to note that they do that they did just play against Kansas City and they lost. Not by that much, um, but they still did lose, I believe, 19-8. to Um so, yeah, they're coming off of a loss, but they definitely have more time to prepare for the Packers um, than a lot of other teams. What if they played on Sunday? So, anyways, um, we're just going to talk about the Detroit game for a second. We obviously lost this game by a large margin. Um, the only time that we felt like we were even in this game was basically in the third or fourth quarter when Jordan Love was kind of making a comeback. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Not a good game, I believe. Jordan had two picks in this game. Um, and one of them probably wasn't his fault, but at the same time, uh, it still happened. Um, we just got stomped. I mean, we got stomped at home by Detroit. Uh, I was going to record about this game in more detail, but really, and I won't do this for every game, but, I mean, I was busy. But at the same time, this is a really just a burn-the-tape game. Like, if you're the Packers, they're 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 already past it by now. They're gonna probably have to rewatch it when we play Detroit on Thanksgiving. But I mean, it was just a terrible day. I mean, our defense literally looked like they could not defend the run against what David Montgomery. Like the dude is not the greatest running back on the planet, but they looked like they couldn't deal with it. Um, I actually thought we were gonna win this game, especially after the New Orleans game. Jordan Love leading an insane comeback, um, but it didn't go that way. Um, we could get to the fact that we literally had no run offense in that game at all. Um, so if we can't run the ball, how can you throw the ball? Because then all they're going to do is just play pass defense. And they literally, the Lions were killing us so bad that they did not even send a blitz the entire game. They only rushed their first four, and that was able to stop our run, and it was also able to create a ton of pressure on Jordan Love. I mean, 
he was sacked so many times in the Lions game. It's just one of those games. Um, I know we had some injuries. I know this. I know that. I know it was a Thursday night game, and a lot of people already passed it by now. But we really, after this game, had to go back to the tape, look at it, and say, look, this was one of the worst games, probably Jordan Love's worst game besides the Raiders, which we're going to talk about. But it was terrible. I mean, it was a terrible game. Um, There weren't even that many good things that happened in this game. Like, I'd usually say, oh, this went good, you know, that went good. Really, what happened was is we got stomped. Um, And we can say what we want, but we got destroyed by the Lions at home. And, um, yeah, I mean, we could not get a running game. And our passing game pretty much sucked. I mean, we got some yards. I believe we did get a touchdown. But at the same time, we just really, the best thing that happened in this game, the best player, was Anders Carlson, our kicker, who um, apparently hasn't even missed a kick this whole year. So shout out to him because he was basically the MVP of this game. Also, yeah, that's about it. Um, so we're going to move past the Lions game because it sucked and uh, we gave up so many rushing yards and so many touchdowns that it's something that I, I don't even want to talk about. And I pretty much washed out of my memory already because it was a terrible game. So let's talk about the Raiders because it was obviously um, the newer game. Um, Monday Night Football, under the lights, um, away. That definitely plays a part in it, but still an away game. Um, a very easy Raiders team, not a team that you would view as a threat. Um, the one guy that I would have talked about and a lot of people were talking about, Max Crosby, the guy that the Raiders have, their best pass rusher, the guy that's um, one of the candidates for the defensive player of the year. Um, obviously, we knew going into this game, we had to cover Max Crosby. Max Crosby. We had to make sure we had a game plan for him. We did, apparently did not have a game plan for him, which I'll get into. And we knew that we had to, to guard Devontae, which for the most part we did pretty well at, but I'm also going to get into that because, I I mean, there's a lot with that and how the Raiders were using him and this and that. So it's not as simple and as clear as, oh, Jair Alexander, you know, zero targets, zero yards, Devontae Adams, you know, the whole game, he didn't let up a pass. Well, it's not that simple because – they moved Devontae Adams to the – they moved him to both sides of the field, and they also moved him to the slot. So different corners were covering him, and the Packers were not switching their corners. So obviously it was a team effort to guard Devontae, and I'll get to that. So um, let's just talk about the good before we start getting into, you know, how bad the day was and how we lost. Number one. Um, this was always a game, uh, 17 points for the Raiders, 13 for the Packers. Obviously we lost, but even to the final seconds of the game, we were still in the game. Um, so that's good. That means the team was still fighting, even though they lost pretty bad or not that bad, but they still lost. And you would know why pretty bad because I'm going to get into it and how, what happened and why it was such a struggle of a game for us. Um, so let's just, yeah, let's get into it. Um, AJ Dillon, 
best game of the season so far. Um, over 70 yards and a touchdown. He had a great average per carry. Um, he was downhill running. He got the only touchdown of the night for Green Bay. So very, very good from A.J. Dillon. He actually seemed um, like he was kind of on fire, especially because we did not have Aaron Jones. And I'm going to get into injuries real quick. I do believe in injuries, and I believe that they are a big factor in a game, but I also believe that you have to work with what you have, and we did not have Aaron Jones. And we had our star corner, and we had some other good people, and it obviously sucks that David Bakhtiari is going to be out for the whole year with his ankle and the fluid and everything like that. We hope that he has a quick recovery and that he can come back next year. But I think the thing with him that a lot of Packers fans have to ask the question and what Goody is going to have to ask the question is, you know, we love this guy. We love him in Green Bay. He's a great dude. But do we want him back on the team or do we want to trade him or, you know, what's best for him? Because if we sign him, I mean, it's a $20 million cap hit right now for David Bakhtiari. If we sign him again um, or extend him, it's going to be even more money um, to have a guard that might only play 10 games at a max for your football team. So you know he's going to miss six, probably to some conditions or, or whatever else. And we don't know if he's 100%. So, so either that or we could trade him, get some value, maybe uh, get a little more cap space and be able to sign somebody else, even though – Packers don't really sign or trade for many people, even if there's rumors. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Also, again, Andres Carlson had a great night, didn't miss a field goal or an extra point. So, um, very good on him. And uh, the other thing that we realized from this game that was good is that Rudy Ford, our safety, who everybody was questioning and everybody was saying, oh, this is, you know, it's going to be a terrible safety room this year, guys. Get ready, this and that. Rudy Ford is a stud, and I, I circled that because he already has two interceptions for this season. The dude is balling out. I mean, he was actually tackling people, um, not just doing the little push-up thing. I mean, he was crazy. Like, he was doing very, very well. Um and I love having that guy back there. I, I love that he plays with the aggression that he does and that he really takes this stuff seriously and, and doesn't just sit back there and, and push people when they're coming. Um, another good thing, Christian Watson, man, three targets on the night, 91 yards. That is a ridiculous stat from Christian Watson, and that doesn't even add up the fact that he had yards after the catch that were stripped away from him. I want to get to this real quick because, yes, it obviously was a huge, huge, huge factor in the game and um, maybe the reason why the Packers lost this football game. And I'm not going to say that that was completely the issue because obviously we lost and penalties are called and this and that. But, man, Christian Watson, he had a clear touchdown. I mean, he got horse collar to the ground by Marcus Peters, who, by the way, today got a 13 thousand dollar um fine for doing that you got thirteen thousand five hundred dollar fine for doing the horse collar um unnecessary roughness through the nfl but he did this on purpose he did it because he knew christian watson had him beat and he knew watson was going to get in the end zone and at that point in the game 
that would have been a huge momentum swing to get that touchdown right there and uh, would have probably made the odds for the Packers to win very, very much higher, especially with the Raiders who were also struggling to push the ball down the field. And the Raiders did miss two field goals. So one of them was tipped, and in the other one, um, they just missed outright on the crossbar. So um, not a great night for their kicker, but at the same time, the defense put us in this game. I mean, the offense was struggling all night. That was the break that they needed to get in front, and that's the thing that if you ask any Packer fan what they're what they're mad about, it's the Christian Watson penalty where he literally got dragged to the ground, did not get hurt, but he still got dragged to the ground, and it would have been a touchdown. And our offense inside the 10-yard line, even with the penalty, could not score that touch that touchdown. So you could argue that too. Like, we have to be better in the red zone. We have to be able to finish drives. Um, actually, the only touchdown that actually counted for us was the run by A.J. Dillon, which was set up by Rudy Ford. Because Rudy Ford basically just picked off the ball and we had it. And um, we were driving down the field and A.J. Dillon pretty much just turned on the Jets and and uh, powered through a bunch of people. And, um, and he... He got in the end zone, and that's the only touchdown that we got. So it would have been a huge momentum swing to get in touchdown in that game. Um, But it didn't happen because the refs took it away. But needless to say, Christian Watson is back. He's a huge plus in this offense, and we love having him on the football team. Um, So the last good thing I'm going to mention, well, two more good things. Um, we did stop the run against a very good team. I mean, I understand that they've been struggling to run the ball, but they have Josh Jacobs, a guy that has led the league in in rushing yards the previous year. He's a very good downhill runner, gets them a ton of yards, and having that guy in holding him to what we did, which was not that much. I Granted, he did get the touchdown, but at the same time, we really held that guy in check. So, in our defense as a whole, to hold the Raiders 17 points, I understand that it could have been more with six more points from the field goals, but they didn't get those. So, to hold them to 17 points, the general rule of thumb is that if you hold a team under 20 or at 20, you should be able to win that game. Your offense should be able to go and get you three touchdowns in in a four-quarter game. Um, Almost any offense is able to do that. So... This game obviously came down to the offense and not the defense, and that's why I want to give the defense credit here before I start bashing the team, or not the team, but um, what happened on the field So and what can be improved up. Uh, so we did do well against the run, which is something I guess a lot of people aren't going to qualify. Um, so let's start off with the bad. Um, number one, we, I mean, more of our players got injured. So it's lucky we have a bye week because, you know, Quay Walker got injured, left early in the game. We probably would have maybe even had a better chance if he was in there, probably. But, you know, if this guy's here, then this, and if that guy's here, then that. It doesn't mean anything. Um, It's sad that he's gone. It's great that um, Stokes is coming back. It looks like he's on track to hopefully play um, in the next game after the bye. It looks like he's been in high spirits, so it's great to see him coming back after that nasty 
um, ACL tear. But, yeah, um, just I wrote offensive struggles as a whole. We could not move the football. I mean, we would have the ball, Max Crosby would be coming, and it would be, you know, just a sack or Jordan Love with pressure in his face, and uh, he'd just throw a bad ball or, or something like that. And I'll get to the ugly because there's some ugly stuff that I have to talk about. But, yeah, I mean, just terrible. So there were some terrible offensive calls. I mean, we were trying to do stuff way behind the line to where they knew. The the ball fakes, I, in Jordan Love's ball fakes, like when he did the, the, the run fakes, they were terrible. Like the defense did not bite on a run fake one time. Uh, in this game, and yet they kept on doing it. They kept on wasting time doing run fakes, um, trying to, I guess, confuse them, even though the defense literally knew what we were doing already. So they just went with their plan. They never changed it offensively. It didn't look like they came out in a different set after the half. It pretty much looked like LaFleur just said, go on out there and do the same thing, and I don't know why it's not working. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, we got to figure that out. We got to figure that out quick or it's going to be a really, really long season. Um, Because the Raiders, man, they're not, I mean, they're not the worst team in the NFL, but they're pretty bad. I mean, they only had one win before they went and took us on. And um, right now, the... I mean, these teams know without Aaron Jones, we don't run the ball effectively, really. So, I mean, A.J. Dillon, he's great, and he got a bunch of yards, and he had a good game, but generally we don't, we can't even run the ball too much. And they know we want to take deep shots, but so that's why they're shutting that down. They're making us do a bunch of short passes, and that's something that Jordan Love has to prove that he can do consecutively. And he was missing some targets here and there. And receivers were dropping footballs. But mostly he was missing targets. And um, I just I want to get to to Max Crosby real quick. We knew coming into this game that Max Crosby was going to be a problem. We knew, we knew. I mean, he is like in contention for the defensive player of the year right now. We knew he was going to be a problem. The dude is a madman. They literally call him Mad Max. Like... You have to contain that guy if you want a chance to win. And what did we do? We we came out in a three tight end set with three tight ends, and we expected our rookie Tucker Craft out of the third round to try and to try to single handedly block on Jordan Love's weak side. We expected him to block Max Crosby, and the dude got flattened. And then later on, guess what? Tucker Craft tackled somebody while trying to block. He needs some coaching on on blocking, but at the same time, you cannot expect him to try to block that. In our offensive lineman, who was supposed to help him do that, was lined up so far away that he literally never even had a chance to be in on the play, to even be able to try to block Max Crosby before he already was like breaked into our play. So of course that resulted in a minus five yards, because Tucker Craft, he is not. The person who is supposed to be blocking that guy. Like on the play, he was, but you can't realistically expect that. We knew that that wasn't a good thing. Like, why not just put two blockers in and then just put, you know, one tight end who's going to catch the ball? Like, like Musgrave. 
But no, we put in three. So that was terrible. That was terrible scheming. That was a terrible play call and terrible scheming because anybody can tell that Tucker Craft is not going to be able to block Max Crosby or probably even slow him down. I don't even know how that's going to happen. Um, so they have to figure that out. They can't just say to him, you know, go block this guy. Like, he, he tried, but he failed because guess what? That's a way better player. For I mean, that's a guy who's literally paid to rip a quarterback's head off. So, yeah. So that, that was terrible. Um, now, to get to the ugly, we literally – three interceptions from Jordan Love on one day. I mean, Jordan Love, he threw a random pass into the middle of the field to a linebacker who picked it off. Um, didn't even see the linebacker. So that was obviously his fault. I mean, I know we wish he could have it back, but it was a pick. I mean, everybody's sad about it. And, and you know, I'm going to start this by saying I think Jordan Love is going to be good. I don't think that it's panic time. I don't think it's like, oh, we need to draft a quarterback or we need to put the backup in there. What, Like, he's going to have struggles. Aaron Rodgers had struggles. I mean, <clears throat> he only had six wins on his first season. So, realistically, I think we can expect Jordan Love to have more than that because he was sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, who was multiple-time MVP. But at the same time, you have to realize he wasn't getting those game reps and he needs time to develop and learn, and he's still going to make errors. You know how the safeties make errors. You know how the corners make errors. Well, the quarterback's going to make errors too. It's just when he makes errors, it obviously impacts the team more than probably another position, unless it's letting up a touchdown. But at the same time, if you throw a pick and let up a touchdown, um, it's almost the same thing. So you have to give him grace, and you have to say, you know, and one of them obviously wasn't necessarily his fault, but at the same time, it's three picks. Um, he had one of the lowest PFF gradings of this, well, probably his lowest of this season. And the Raiders, I mean, their passing defense was ranked very low. I'm not saying that rankings is everything, but it was ranked near the bottom of the chart. I mean, the Raiders, they're not some sort of crazy um, pass defense team. So we'll talk about Devontae Adams real quick. Obviously, we held him to minimal yards, um, which is good, but it looked like the Raiders were really just trying to use him as a decoy more than actually throw him the ball. Um, we did have two people on him most of the game, and so that really did play a part um, in it and made it so that they didn't really throw him the ball a whole lot. Um, I know the controversial play where Preston Smith was lined up against him and then they got that go-ahead first down. Um that was a play designed to stop the run um, upon further review. So I'm not really blaming the team for that. I do think they probably could have and should have called a timeout there. Um, but at the same time, it's like it is what it is. You're going to get caught in in uh, defensive schemes that maybe aren't the best. Um, but again, they stopped the run. Give them credit. Devontae Adams really didn't have that many yards. He had less yards than Watson. Um the play that everybody would want to take back is the one and that everybody's talking about and everybody got mad about was the play to Christian Watson in the end zone at the end of the game. Obviously, third down and 10. We really only need five yards to make it fourth and five and give us a chance in the game. We had the ball. I mean, we just – I can't 
Oh, yeah, we had the blocked field goal. So, basically, the defense said, okay, just go out there. We know you struggled. Just get us a touchdown. Walk off the game again. You know, if Jordan Love does that, he gets celebrated. I mean, he is just on top of the world. But guess what? It didn't happen. We have a young team, and the result that probably should have happened happened. And uh, here we are talking about the loss. So, um. Jordan Love on the play was getting pressured. He should have released the ball before, but then he would have probably gotten sacked before that, which is what the tape shows. So he tried to scramble out, try to make a play of it, and he saw that Christian Watson had his hand up and looked like he was open. So he said, you know what, I trust my guy um, more than I trust myself, and he whipped the ball down there, and then guess what? Um, got picked off by Marcus Peters, the same guy that horse collared him. So... Um, you know, a lot of things could have went different. Christian Watson couldn't have gotten horse-collared, and then maybe we would have been talking about a win right now. Or, you know, he would have gotten in, the Raiders would have gotten a touchdown, which doesn't seem likely, but maybe they would have. Um, and, you know, there's good and bad, like everything. There's good from this game, and there's bad from this game, and it's just something we're going to have to take. Um, moving on from the game... I think just some quick realistic expectations, and everybody has to set their expectations for this team. It's a new young football team, and we all have to decide, you know, what am I going to be mad about um, per wins, per losses, per this, per that? Um, you know, what do I expect from this football team is really what the question that you have to ask yourself. And before this season, I mean, I expected us to get 10, 11 wins, um, now I expect us to get nine. If we don't get nine wins, I'm going to be mad uh, just because I feel like we have the talent on the team to go nine and eight uh, and potentially maybe get a wild card spot, maybe not. Um, and again, you have to decide what your expectations are. I mean, Bryce Young is over in Carolina, the first pick of the NFL draft. Granted, he did get hurt in one game and missed one, but he's 0-5. I mean, so 0-4 for his career so far as a starter. So, you know, um, he was supposed to be the person who was supposed to, you know, change their franchise and make it way better. And the point of the matter is, is that Carolina is a terrible football team. I'm sorry if you're a Carolina fan, but they're rebuilding. Everybody knows that. And um, realistically, right now, they don't expect their quarterback to get many wins, even though he was a winner at Alabama. I mean, the biggest winner. Um, in Alabama, you won so many football games. It was unreal. Um, so it just goes to show that quarterbacks as a first time starter are going to have struggles. They're going to have to work through stuff and the fans are going to have to get behind them. We can't just all bandwagon away when Jordan Love has a bad game, because guess what? We don't know. You know, I think, and I'm going to get into it later on in the show when I record next about the Denver Broncos before our matchup, the Denver seems like a game we need to win. But if we lose that game, it's probably because of offensive errors. Um, in Denver, man, they've been scoring 30 points a game about. Their problem is deep. Yeah, their problem is defense. They can't stop anybody from scoring. So um, we're the opposite. We can't score sometimes. You know, in the great game against the Bears, well, it's the Bears. That's what we should have realized at the start. Um, but needless to say, we just got to cut our losses. We're two and three. Um, 
it's not the end of the world. We have a chance to be three and three away. Um, in our next game, we have a chance to get healthy and regroup. And Aaron Jones should be back by then. Everybody should be back by then that doesn't have a severe injury. And um, I just hope that they take this seriously and they um, don't lose three straight. Because I feel like if we lose three straight, there's going to be a lot of questions. And if Jordan Love throws, you know, another three picks against Denver, there's going to be a lot of questions. Um, and there's going to be a lot of fixing that needs to be done. So I think he can get it together. I think this team can be good. And realistically, like I said, I expect nine wins. Um, you know, if we get eight, maybe I'm not as mad. But if we get six, man, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, if we get six with the talent that we have on our roster – Unless it's severe injuries, I think that at that point you have to evaluate your quarterback in and um, where it starts and what pick you have in the draft. And, but I don't want to go there. Um, this season is this season, and we have to take it for what it is, and we all have to set our expectations. You know, Maybe your expectations are that we're going to win 12 games and you're really mad right now. Well, I don't think that's many people's, but at the same time it could be. And maybe your expectation is is that we're only going to win five. But whatever it is, it's a young team. It's an exciting team. And we're going to have to get ready to witness a bunch of close games because we're not going to experience a lot of low games because we have a young team that's still finding its footing. And the hope is that towards the end of the year, we're going to be you know picking up the pace and having great games. Anyways, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. I'm going to be back with another episode about the Denver Broncos, how we can beat them, who their star players are, and uh, what to expect very soon. And um, I appreciate every single one of you guys for listening and um, keeping this podcast up. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.